pray real quick, and then we'll dive in. God, thank you so much for this time. Give the opportunity to uh, encounter you in different and new ways, um, especially peculiar ways. I ask that you just bless this, God, our conversation. Let your spirit be here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We thought uh, we would address the elephant in the room, which would be for the next month. That elephant is Kanye West. Um, he is a divisive character. So we'd start, we thought we would start this whole month by asking, very first question, when you hear the word or the name Kanye West, what comes to mind? Diva. Diva. <laughs> All right, we got a diva. Arrogant. Arrogant. Icon. Icon. What else? Culture. Give me more than one word if you want. Genius. Genius. Got arrogant, diva, icon, culture, artist. genius, artist. Anybody else? No one said fashion designer yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say shoes. Shoes? So design shoes, you think? Definitely designs some clothes too. What else? Our question is, when you hear the name Kanye West, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Huge. Fair enough. Think of mental illness. Mental illness? Yeah. All right. That's fair. Anything else? So let's, let's be honest here. He, clearly, there's a wide range of things here. There's uh, from mental illness, and there's diva, and there's genius, and there's an icon, and then there's an artist, and then there's Kanye is Kanye, and he has done some incredible things, and made some amazing music. He's also been notorious for saying things like George Bush hates black people, um, has interrupted Taylor Swift at famous VMAs, is notorious for his rants both in real life and on Twitter, right? I saw Kanye in concert once and he made up a rant on the spot and then sang it into a song. He has said that he is running for president in 2020 and then he uh, also has met with our current president in Trump Tower. He has done a lot of different things. And this is going to be a very interesting month because at the core of Kanye, there is also this connection or correlation that Kanye talks about God a lot and always has. And so we're going to approach Kanye for a month. We're going to, he has a lot of music. He has a lot of music. We're not going to be able to hit all of it. And we're going to encourage you to dive into it. And we're going to try to ask our three questions. Where do we see this person communicating about God? What are they saying about God? What are they saying about their relationship with God? And how does that align or disalign with the way that we view God? At the end of the day, we want to see what God might be doing in the midst of it. So if you absolutely despise Kanye... I understand. I'm not, my goal is not every other four months for you to love him. Our goal is that you listen to him in a different way to see how God might be moving in this music. So, you had some things to introduce him as a person, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to really understand Kanye, and I don't think that's possible, but <laughs> to understand a little bit about where he's come from, you kind of got to know a little bit about his history. So, Kanye was born in, I think, 1978 in Atlanta, Georgia to uh, his parents. Uh, his mother is a doctor of English uh, and has been a university professor since about the time he was born. Uh, his father, who was a former Black Panther, 
uh, kind of all around revolutionary, uh, left their family when Kanye was about uh, six or seven years old. Uh, it was there that Kanye and his mom packed up and moved to Chicago, uh, where they lived in a middle-class neighborhood. Uh, he went to high school at Oaklawn High School in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, during middle school and high school, he attended an art school for a little while. Uh, he showed, uh, his mom talks about how he showed an early interest in the arts. Uh, starting from the time he was about five years old, he started writing her poems. Sending them to her, and then when he was uh, in middle school, he wrote a rap for her called "Green Eggs and Ham." Uh, hmm. And so she kind of recognized early on, like, okay, I have an artist as a son. And really, uh, Kanye gives a lot of credit to his mother for uh, kind of stoking that artistic fire in him and really uh, encouraging him to pursue his passions and his dreams. Uh, Kanye in the 90s started to uh, work with uh, a series of artists. Uh, well, it, it started in high school where Kanye convinced his mom to let him start recording in a studio that literally had a microphone hanging down by a uh, clothes hanger. It's where he uh, recorded some of his first tracks, but then that kind of spiraled into uh, his career aspirations. He started working with a rapper called No ID. Uh, which really kind of gave him the flame and uh, gave him the spark and the push-up. And uh, so Kanye eventually goes into college where he, I believe he goes into, uh, not the Art Institute in Chicago, but a Chicago art school uh, where he studied painting, strangely enough. And Kanye the painter. That would be an entirely different conversation, wouldn't it? Like how controversial he would be as like the next Jackson Pollock instead of the rapper that he is today. Like, did you see that painting he put out? He's ridiculous. But Taylor was hating on um, no, but he, he ended up dropping out of college, uh, and it was the college that his mother was teaching at the time, and she was very upset by this. Um, but she, you know, being the mother that she was, kind of backed off of him to do his thing. But Kanye, what most people don't realize about Kanye West is that he did not get his claim to fame from rapping. He always wanted to be a rapper, but his main uh, feat, especially career-wise, even to this day, is as a producer. So he got his big claim to fame by producing under Def Jam with uh, Jay-Z. He was one of the main producers on uh, Jay-Z's album, The Blueprint, which is still heralded as one of the best hip-hop albums that have come out of all time. Uh, and so that was kind of where people started to notice and he really got his name. Uh, then he dropped out of college and then he released the album College Dropout which was kind of what got him famous amongst the rest of the popular world, right? Because we all, you know, we only see the music that comes out from the artist. We don't see necessarily the producers and the people behind it that make it. But Kanye had kind of always been famous, especially amongst the Chicago crowd, for being uh, a really good producer and a really good, uh, he, he made really good beats, really good samples. And he kind of alleges to this uh, in Dropout and in Late Registration where he talks about uh, one line and one song. He talks about he had so many discs in his basement, he could build a spaceship. He's just talking about the vinyls upon vinyls upon vinyls that he had stacked up where he was constantly uh, mixing and creating beats. He got his first sample machine from No ID. He gave it to him after he discovered how good he was at making samples. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. That's kind of uh, 
The only, yeah, the only thing I would add there is um, one, it's just a fun fact for you, Kanye's sampling style that got him famous was called chipmunk soul music because he would sample old soul tracks and speed it up until the voices sounded like chipmunks. And really, the, the first album, the one that we're going to listen to College Rep out today, really carries that. Now, he's grown and developed, and there's not as much chipmunk noise on his music nowadays. But that's kind of how it started. The other thing um, was the song Through the Wire. Now, we're not going to listen to the song, but if you get the chance to go listen Through the Wire. Uh, Kanye really wanted to be a rapper, as mentioned, like, really did, but he was a great producer. And Jay-Z's label signed him, not because they wanted him to be a rapper, because they didn't want him to go make beats for anyone else. And they're like, we'll just keep him on the side. But the whole time, Kanye's working to become a rapper. He's working to become a rapper. So he's showing up really early before his recording sessions with other artists, working on his own music. And then once they left, he would stay late. And he got to the point where he was so exhausted, he's driving one night and wrecks his car. And completely, he breaks his jaw in multiple places. He smashes his face. And he has to have his mouth wired shut. But this doesn't stop Kanye. So instead, Kanye makes a song called Through the Wire, where he literally raps about his experience while his mouth is wired shut, records the song, then goes and rents Jay-Z's club in New York, makes everyone from the label show up because they have to, and plays the music video and raps the song. And that was the point they finally said, okay, fine, you can make an album. So we are on this end of Kanye West where he has multiple, you know, what, eight plus albums. He has lots of music. We have lots of opinions on him. But just think, the man literally made a song while his mouth is wired shut and had to perform it to get his record to even say, yes, you do it. So we're going to listen to the very first album today. We're going to listen to one song uh, called Jesus Walks. And it's from, make sure I'm getting college dropout. You got college dropout, you got late registration and graduation. Um, they're kind of considered the college trilogy. So we're going to listen to Jesus Walks. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit. This was, if you were here the very first week, I talked about my experience with hip-hop music. And I described this little green Zune MP3 player that I got in middle school. It was lime green. You the guy who bought it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Lime green. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, let's get a show of hands. How many had a Zune growing up? Okay, we're going to need you to scoot to that side of the room. It's my first music. And so my, my, uh, my, my mom had a co-worker put some music on it. And one of the songs on that, on that line green, was Jesus Walks. And I had never listened to anything but Christian music before. And so this was my first introduction to music. And I'm going to be honest, I loved it. And it started a whole lot of things. But understand, this is my context with this song. So let's just... Let's just watch it. Some of you, if you've never heard it, may recognize it from the film Jarhead back 12 years ago or something like that. Uh, lyrics? Oh, uh, look it up on your phone. We're going green in Otter Creek. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going green. green. Kanye West, uh, Jesus Walks, and um, you type in lyrics or genius.com. Great place to look up lyrics. They'll give you some commentary. We're going to watch uh, an edited version of the music video. If you have a Zoom, then you don't get the yeah, this. Oh, yes, here is a photo of Kanye right when Dropout came out. So, young Kanye. Oh, how he's changed. <laughs>
Did you read about the story where he, this is okay, he, one of his early recordings of that song? He tried to, he like went into a recording before he got signed. Yeah. And he like stood up on the table and rapped it, and they laughed him out of the room. Oh. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. They laughed him out of the room. All right, what do you think? Where do you see God now? Um, all that to say. It's all over the place. I mean, that's just, there's so much impact in that song. I would say, like, immediately, like, you see this comparison between him comparing himself to God. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's the whole theme of the song, right? He's, like, saying he's the savior of hip hop. Yeah. But also, like, God's the savior of him. Yeah. But he's kind of, he's, he's painting Jesus as the Messiah of, like, Jesus the Messiah of the earth, but, like, him as the Messiah for the African-American population. Yeah. this, which, it's fun now, like, being on this side of, like, hearing so much of his mind. Yeah. That theme, like, Kanye's always thought that Kanye is very close to Jesus. Yes. Like, even that, what the I am a God line, like, I just talked to Jesus, he said, what, a, yeah, I know he's the most high, but I am a close high. Like, but at the same time, there's also, like, this. See, this morning, Larry, uh, and I were talking about, like, I need to look that lyric up again, because does he say, but I am a close high, or but I am a close tie? Ooh. Like, that, like, that makes different even. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. But yeah, no, I mean, like, it's all of his language. Like, now here, yay, here, yay. Yeah. But even just, that. It just builds on it. Like, just over and over and over again. Yeah, I was. I always think, I mean, Kanye always has a very clear view that God is omnipotent, powerful, like God is very active. Kanye also has always a view that Kanye is pretty close to God. At the same time, there's always a sense of he's struggling with that too. Like, I hear, like, now hear ye, hear ye, want to see, then want to see thee more clearly. I know he hear me when my feet get weird. Like, this tension of, I'm. There's just like a dichotomy and duplicity that's there that I think he's very aware of. We're almost nearly extinct. We rap as his role models. We rap, we don't think. Yeah. Like the pressure has been put on them, but that's not, that wasn't ever what they were supposed to do, or that's not what they feel like they're living into. Which is like this whole album, right? Yeah. It's like, starts off with him saying, like, make a song for the kids. What the? What the? Is that Kanye? Kanye out of anything. Kanye out of anything knows how to start an album very well. Yeah. Oh no. There's no more else. Technically, three. Oh, no, no, we, we need the first one for the second two. Okay, so we need to try to get rid of the first one. Okay, so we need to try to get rid of the first one. Okay, so we need to try to get rid of the first one. Okay, so we need to try to get rid of the first one. Ok
I'm gonna have one more question to your Because that music video is pretty interesting. How does that how do you think that ties in with the overall message of the song? And then kind of Kanye's part of the question with Kanye with God and his relationship with God and his view on that. How does that music video also tie into I was gonna do We on an Ultra Life I can't wait to be here for that conversation. Yeah, the line that stood out to me as I was listening to it a lot this week was the, uh, I know I bet like, I need Jesus away school from his teachers. Teachers and Kathy Lee needed the Regis. Kathy Lee needed Regis, yeah. And I, I was like, Kathy Leota. I was like, what does that, like, because the first one's like, oh, the school needs teachers. Oh, that makes sense. Like, you can't have a school without teachers. But then the Kathy Lee needs the Regis. Like, Wait a minute, what? He's like giving away his like middle class. Yeah. He's, uh, he's constantly like tripping in his middle class. Yeah. And I love that I hope that this takes away from my sins. Like by making this. Take away from my sins. Probably take away from my sins. God show me the way the devil's trying to break me down. It's always a sense of like I want to follow God, but I also like everything else. It's, it's interesting because I wonder if I've questions, but like he is like clearly this very like that to feel. He's like straight up saying that the cross separating itself from the white. Yep. Black Panther. Give me a couple more minutes. Black Also, it's fun to read the story, the history, like the connection between Black Panther Party and Black Panther comic book. Um, and technically, the comic book came out right before, but so close. Yeah. And they're definitely correlated. And then um, that Marvel, after Black Panther Party started getting more violent, tried to change the name to Black Jaguar. And it didn't go over as well. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Dang it! Sorry, I, I, 
both of us um, was the line, but if I talk about God, my record won't get played. Huh? Yeah. And we just kind of talked about how, um, like, pre-Jesus, in this song, he just seems a lot more humble towards God. Mm. A lot more, because um, now he would say, I could say whatever I want, and I know it'll get played. Yeah. Um, but in this song, he just seems a lot more humble before God. Mm. And um, compared to... The song I am about Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's missing some humility there. I wonder, and we were, let's tell, we're talking about the story. This is one of Kanye's first singles, like he was one of the first songs he wrote. And the story where he was trying to get signed before he got signed to Def Jam, trying to get signed. And so he would go in and he's trying to play this song. So he comes in to this uh, producers, and he gets on the table, and he raps this song to all the producers, and they literally laughed him out the room before he ever got signed, and this was one of the first singles, and so, but now we consider this one of the hit singles off, one of the biggest albums, and his first album, so, it's an interesting catch there with humility. What about you guys over here? I don't think we ever catch humility in Kanye. Never catch humility in Kanye? Song. Yeah, I mean, that, that was one of the things, like, Jay-Z told him he was not going to do it after Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's, his whole life is trying to prove everybody wrong. Raised by mom, putting on a pedestal. I, I don't have a high opinion of Kanye That's in right. general. Um, <laughs> he needs Jesus, though, just like the rest of um, So, I, I mean, I don't know. Even like, he still is the happy Gilmore line from Shooter McGavin. You know, he pieces of reckless. I mean, sampling happy Gilmore doesn't seem cool to me. Um, I don't know. But it's just the. Um, Having come from Chance the Rapper into this, and I know it's different times, but the vulnerability and the wellness of Chance the Rapper throughout all his music, I'm not getting any of that in this. Yeah, it's not there. Yeah, it's all very, I know the right words to say, and how to put this together and make it sound really cool. Yeah, but I don't really, and if you like line his life up with the words, you know. so much of him over the yeah. years like I feel like the Kanye we see is a is a character. Yeah. You know, when he's performing he's a character. And you try and square that with the character that we see and see everywhere versus if you just look at the song in isolation and go, you don't know anything about the background of this guy that wrote this. You go, yeah, he's talking about this, you know, this society that's you know, different from the one I grew up in, but yeah. you know, as, you know, 
milk, thoughts, opinions, comments, concerns. Um, I guess somewhere where like kind of lined up with the music video was like, uh, I think he said God showed me what he was like, was trying to break me down. Um, and I think right when he said that, like it was like the scene where the cops were chasing him. Um, so I think he was kind of like doing kind of like an analogy with like he's done something bad, like he has this running car with like drugs in it. Yeah. He's done something bad, and the devil's coming after him, trying to like make him pay for what he's done, and like, like he's like kind of crying out to God, like asking him to like, help him, like in his like most like desperate time, like in the, the like six cop run down and like to yeah. save him from that. So yeah. I thought that was interesting, and kind of relates to like what you where he says like uh, we're at war with terrorism and racism, but most of all, but most of all, we're at war with ourselves. Like there's all this like bad stuff that we think we're at war. We're at war with, but we're really just like at war with our own broken. Yeah, uh, we talked about the, uh, the as, as it relates to like the imagery, um, it was just really interesting juxtaposition of when this song came out, most folks were like, why is Kanye singing about Jesus? He doesn't deserve to sing about Jesus, yeah. whatnot. But then uh, the imagery that he was showing, especially at the beginning, like there was KKK and like chain gangs and police brutality, yeah. uh, which was very much uh, supported by white Christians in its time. Yeah. And so, sort of the 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 tension between like what Christians supported and then when the song came out, what Christians didn't support. Yeah. And quite frankly, I was telling like I was one of the ones like when this song came out. Why is Kanye singing about Jesus? I know all this other thing. Very judgmental versus like sort of taking a step back and seeing like what he was saying and how he was saying it. So like the, the imagery was just really interesting with where it was or what he was showing versus like the response he got when it came out, especially amongst like mainstream uh, white Christian. Uh, was was sort of interesting because at the end of the day, what he's saying is that we all need Jesus, and he, he like called that out. He 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 included groups that normally, as a group, we would exclude murderers, drug dealers, strippers, and things like that. Like we just sort of give up on, right? Uh, which is not the story of Jesus at all. Uh, yet, you know, when it's, when a controversial figure sings about it, we tend to like reject that and push back on that. Uh, we had a message of like hope as well. Uh, that came out of like how we all need Jesus and what sort of and how to and how to you know he spoke directly to me like this could cost me some spins and which would you know hurt my you know my rotations right and the, the strength that we should all take from being in our jobs and speaking up even though it might cost us some money because oftentimes we're really great Christians until it hits our pocketbook and then all of a sudden like we climb up uh, and yet he knew that there could have been a risk uh, to that but he stepped out in faith and, and did that anyway, where oftentimes uh, when I'm at work, you know, I tend to climb up. So those are a couple things. That's good. And the, uh, just to add on to that, the, 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 I don't want to confuse sacred text with sacred feelings, but the, the, the feeling of, God, where are you? I haven't talked to you in a long time. It's a pretty sacred feeling. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it's, it's what I've been kind of insulting. <laughs> well, that's what I, that's, I that's what I said is that this this reads a lot like a song. It is actually a paraphrase of a song. Yeah, and, and you could totally see uh, David sitting in a cave, you know, saying that that the the, the, the bad guys are going to eat my shit for breakfast, you know, and, uh, and, and you know, it just 
reads a lot the same, but I, mean, I, I think that that's, regardless of the individual and, and whatever we may feel, the expression of loneliness and crying out to God is one that I think re should resonate with everybody. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit with chanting. There's very much not that it prevents crying out. And we'll see that throughout scripture. We see the Psalms very clearly. Lamentations, the book of laments, like so that that is a core part of life, but also in the, in the Christian journey. So it's good. Over here. Um, you talked a little bit about um, kind of interesting the part where he was saying, like, "I'm not here to argue about what Jesus looks like. I'm not here to convert atheists into believers, but I'm telling you, these are the ways that we need Jesus." And mm -hmm. for like that's the best word there. It's a very relatable yeah. relationship that you can say, oh, well, yeah, they just automatically go together. Oh, Jesus and I, yeah. Jesus and all of us should just go together and we need him. Yeah. Yeah, what, anyone else on that? That line stood out to me this week, but I, I need Jesus the way that uh, schools need teachers and got yeah. to read these What? Anyone else have any other thoughts on Kind of love those lines, or we talked a little bit leading up to that. All the people that needed Jesus. Don't forget. About you guys over here. Any thoughts? Um, there's several things. Um, you know, like with Matt Chan's the rapper right there. Um, the re kind of the reason why I come to this class is uh, when I heard about it is I had very little opinion on the class, and I think. And like I can see where chance comes in, and like I get that, and I'm trying to figure out Kanye. But one of the things that we saw was um, there's this throwback to the, um, the the familial aspect of church. He's talking about his mom, mm -hmm. great Jesus, where you know, chance had grandma, great grandma, all these guys. And so there's this longing for um, some sort of relation, maternal connection, whatever. Um,
even though. But all right, yeah. There's an element of. I think he sees God as the rescuer, but he feels like he is not worthy to be rescued. Mm. Okay. So God is a rescuer. He maybe talks not. about, you know, I really want to talk to God, but it's been so long since yeah. God's been here, and I think that's really for people who have fallen away or are wondering. That's a big concern. Like I've done these things. I feel like I'm a bad person. Why would God even hear me if I don't try to talk to Him? Yeah. Why would God hear me? There's an element in there that God can God has the ability to do something. I don't know if he's listening to me or can hear, but there's a, innately in there, there's a sense of God is, can do something. Like, if we're going to say everyone needs Jesus, like, in the core of that, I mean, Jesus provides something, can do something. Yeah. Anyone else over here wants to kind of do God in this song? I mean, the most, when I, you know, listen to, to music or read poetry or look at artwork, I look for what's repe repeated mm -hmm. constantly. And Jesus Walks right. is repeated throughout the whole song. And so I think that's a very, because it's repeated more than any other line in the song, right. that's something to look at. Yeah. So even though he may feel like God is distant um, for himself, he, you know, still say he walks with me. Right. Life with me, so. uh, I'm very much so. I think there's a lot. That's walking with him. Jesus is walking with him. Your comments on? Yeah. I was just thinking uh, it, two things. Uh, it, it seems like he has a different opinion of God versus Jesus, whereas like God is very distant, but Jesus is here. Uh, and then I was also thinking like he doesn't see God as like a father. And then I was like, would that relate to? His father not being there, and, and sort of like what what impact did that have? Because yeah. it feels like he sees God as more of a like a judge or like a yeah. Doesn't doesn't see different city. Yeah, guy living in a different city. Yeah, like, across the country. Yeah, like it's just not not someone who can who's willing like who's willing to have the relationship even though there's been time between it, uh, and so. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting um, how possibly his interaction with his father defined how he sees our father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I think is true for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Like for many people, and I, I would be very candid, I'm in a very interesting relationship with my own father that shaped the way that I view the language of God as father. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably there and probably connects to a lot of people. Yeah. I'll add, uh, my husband's in the recovery community, and a lot of the men talk about their estranged relationships with their actual fathers and how that has hindered them from their relationship with God the Father um, and kind of led them down these paths but they're all um, you know seeking him yeah. together and they it's, it's just interesting it's a very real experience yeah you going to say
producer, he's been held with that, yeah. and he's trying to always prove his legitimacy to the rap community and anybody else out there. And so his social commentary even to me feels disingenuous mm-hmm. because he wasn't a hustler or a drug dealer or whatever else. He was a producer, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this guy had a pretty good path, I think, coming forward. And it's not that he can't provide commentary about it, but he's always trying to interject himself into that as if he's one of the boys. And he's not really one of the boys. He's still not one of the boys. And he desperately just wants to be one of the boys. He doesn't have the street cred like LL Cool J or well, Ice T or Ice T <laughs> that we shoot people up. I don't know. I mean, it's just, I don't know. There's, there's uh, guys just pressing on that. I hear it. So you would say that in this moment, anything Kanye talking about is probably inauthentic. I am judgmental. That's uh, that's fair. I'm not, and I see it. Yeah. So there, there may be. So my question then is, say this is inauthentic in the sense of Kanye's not directly talking about him. He's created something. Like I think he thinks he's Jesus. We won't get there, probably. <laughs> um, but say it is inauthentic. Does that lessen the impact of the words that? Not necessarily, because I think we judge people by what they do, not by what they intend. Obviously, very successful, very powerful, and stuff very well. Yeah, he has a form, but I'm gonna watch that. Do you have anything? I have two things, but do you have anything to add? Yeah, so I would say I would challenge you to go back and uh, listen to uh, College Dropout in School because one of the things we see about Kanye is that he is first and foremost after his uh, samples, he's a lyricist. And the way his albums work is that they tell a story. The entire thing tell, has a theme and tells a story, right? So we saw through this music video, I was waiting for somebody to find it. Some of you scratched the surface. Essentially, what we got from the music video and what we get from the album is that Kanye does not have a great opinion of white people. Not a great opinion. And he grew up, I mean, he talks about in this song, I walk through the valley of the shy where death is, which is Chicago. And he keeps hitting on, like, look, all these things are happening in Chicago, and you guys aren't paying attention. Kids are getting shot every day, and it's not on the news. You know, uh, The schools are failing and crumbling, and you're not doing anything about it. And so uh, one of the things I would say about Kanye, when you look at him, is that he, yes, he is grandiose, and he is loud. And I think he feels that he has to be that way, otherwise no one will listen. Because he sees all these black role models in his community that are saying all these things, and nobody's paying attention, right? Because they're how, what Kanye would say, white people would want them to be. They're, you know, they dress the same way. They say the right things. They're, you know, go through the educational systems. And as a result, Kanye would look at it and say, oh, well, they're not effective because you've been tamed. You've become what they want you to become, right? So we see even in this message, I, one of my favorite parts of the music video is the KKK, uh, the Klan member, carrying the cross, and the cross is on fire. It eventually gets to where the cross falls away from him, and he freaks out because all of a sudden it's something that he's not being able to control, and he goes over and tries to grab it, right, and it burns him, and it burns what he's wearing, and he has to let go again. Um, and so I feel like Kanye in this song is kind of pushing what it means, what Jesus is. And like Jesus for the inner city Chicago black community um, is something entirely different than what he means for the privileged clans member. Right? And I, 
also want to push back a little bit on saying that like Kanye is not coming from the same place as some of these other rappers are, because I think that's a feeling that we get, and I've certainly thought that in the past. I'm going to put it bluntly, because we're white. Because we don't live in that world. And I think it's an entirely different experience, what success looks like and how your community is accepted when you don't have that privilege from the get-go. And Kanye just pushes that and pushes that and pushes that immediately. And despite, you know, what neighborhood he grew up in, the fact of the matter is, is he did grow up with an absent father. And that alone, I I grew up with an absent father. And that alone is a huge setback in a life walk. I mean, it, it's hard. Um, and you see that time and time again. And you see, like you said earlier, kind of his mom, like, putting in him that he's the world, that he can do anything. He, he grabs on that. He believes that. And so, yeah, in this song, we do see this correlation between where Kanye, quite frankly, kind of makes himself to be Jesus. Um, you know, the, the line, now, hear ye, hear ye, he's talking about himself, Kanye. And he's saying, basically, listen to my words. Uh, and that they'll take away some of the sins. Yeah. At the end. Yeah, I hope it takes away Jesus from my sins. Jesus walks, but I'm going to do this, and it's going to take away my sins, which I totally never thought. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so we're out of time, I think. I want to include two thoughts. As we approach Kanye, once again, I want to repeat. In the for the next four weeks, our goal is not for you to go, hey, I love Kanye. <laughs> I don't care if you like Kanye. The goal is, how are we seeing um, this whole idea of the intersection of faith, intersection of theology, and, and hip hop music? How might God be moving in the midst of this? Even if, we, even if we don't like the person, could God move in the midst of this? Even if he's inauthentic, could God move in the midst of the song? So with that, two things that I think we're going to see highlighted. One is that Kanye seems himself very close to God. Both good and bad. And we're going to talk about that a lot. He brings that up, compares himself to God. There's some other fun lines that we'll hit in a couple weeks. Very close. At the same time, Kanye still seems there is a struggle and a questioning of what is my relationship with God and what does that mean in my life. And I want that, and I'm not doing that. And we're going to see that. You may not see it today, but it is going to pop up. And it's going to happen. So we're going to encourage you this week. Um, there's it's the college trilogy. It's college dropout, late registration, and graduation. I'm not saying you should listen to them all. Actually, you should, but. If you had to, pick one. Just listen to it this week. The songs we're talking about next week, we're talking about Heard Him Say from Late Registration and then um, Strong. Stronger Graduation. from Graduation. But if you get a chance to listen to at least one of them, I'm going to encourage you because they're very different and then we're going to enjoy a very different content. So I won't be here next week, but he'll be championing the way. So thank you guys so much. Take more oh, and if you don't, if you're not on the email list and you want to be, come see me. I'll add you to it. Did an email get sent last week? No, no, that's on me. Okay. <laughs>